Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to Monday, December 4th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. So first up today, we had our first look at Brenton Thwaites suited up as Robin in the new Titans TV series that's going to be on the DC digital streaming service. So it's not really TV, but I mean, it is. Uh... Yeah, we get a really dark Robin costume here. What'd you think of this, Zach? Uh, this looked really, really good. I was super impressed with the the quality of the costume. Um, I I don't know. It it just it looks really, really good. I don't I don't know what I was expecting because there's there's just so much that's kind of unknown about this whole streaming service and the shows that they're making and everything. And so I didn't know how good it was going to be, and it looks awesome. I, I agree. And and we don't see the full costume. You know, they're very strategic yeah. with what they show. They don't show the full body reveal. So I'm just really curious if he has the classic Robin briefs and that's it. That's the only pants yeah. he has on. Doesn't have full leg pants on. Uh, that's what that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, it's a it's a dark it looks like a dark costume, which it probably is somewhat, but it's also the lighting, so we don't know how dark it is. It looks good. Um I'm curious how much of this in this series, you know, we kind of assumed it would be Dick Grayson, and then, you know, like, in the very first episode, he would be becoming Nightwing, stepping away, starting this team or whatever. Uh, and like you said, we know so little. We don't know if we get that. Maybe he will stay Robin as a way to uh, not mention the name Nightwing before a potential Nightwing film or or what. But I thought that was – it was interesting that they went into this much effort into a Robin costume that we don't even know if it's going to be – a, an ongoing costume or if they're just use it you know they might just use it for flashbacks or they might just have it in the pilot i don't know yeah exactly and i i don't know why but the very first thing i i noticed and like got into my mind when i looked at this is like this guy really looks like nathan fillion from like castle and uh firefly i don't know why he looks very very similar and so i was like he's not in that show is he <laughs> <laughs> a, l- a little bit younger version of him right yeah yeah. I, yeah there are some similarities there so yeah i'm, I'm I'm excited now to see what the rest of them look like. The The Robin costume is relatively easy compared to everybody else they have to pull off. You know, what are they going to do with Raven and especially Starfire and Beast Boy? Right. Uh, those are those are going to be trickier to pull off in live action. So I'm, I'm excited to see them. Yeah. If they've if they spent this much time and effort and it looks like money making a really good costume, then I'm I'm very hopeful for the, the special effects heavy characters, like you said, like Starfire and, and Beast Boy. So I'm I'm feeling pretty hopeful about this show. All right, moving on to some other TV news. WGN has officially passed on the Scalped pilot, according to Newsarama. Uh, WGN's parent company was acquired, and they that kind of led to a shift from original programming because we, we talked about how WGN was trying to really get into that, and so looks like they're not doing that anywhere uh, or anymore. So this is it's a little bit disappointing, a little kind of sad. Scalped was a, a really interesting prospect kind of set on a, a Native American reservation. Um so what do you think, where, where do you think this show is going to get picked up somewhere else? Or where do you think we go from here, Tom? Yeah, I don't know. There were reports a while back that they were shopping it elsewhere. Uh, you know, them passing on the pilot doesn't necessarily mean it's good or it's bad. It just means they're they're not really doing original programming anymore. They kind of canceled all their, they only had a few shows and they canceled their successful ones. So they're definitely not looking to add new ones at WGN. Um, I'm curious if it could end up elsewhere. It, it probably depends how good the, the pilot is and how cheaply it can be made. Uh, so my guess is they've been shopping it for a while and we haven't heard anything about it going somewhere else. So I wouldn't have high hopes that we'll ever get to see this. Uh, I hope we get to at least see the pilot, you know, kind of like how the the Aquaman, the Justin Hartley Aquaman pilot came out years ago. 
um, if we get to see something like that, or you know, this is something that would be great for DC's streaming service. I don't know yeah. if it makes smart smart business sense, but maybe they can. Whatever the original premise was with for this, you know, you take the pilot, either just show the pilot on there, or if you can rework it into a six or eight episode miniseries to put on the show. The problem with that is I don't know if Scalped is going to bring in enough new. Uh, you know, it's not a big name where it's going to bring in a bunch of people to subscribe to make it worth the cost. So I don't know if they could do that, but if they could do it inexpensively enough and add another live action show, it might make sense, but I wouldn't hold out, hold my breath for that. Yeah. In my kind of like dream world scenario, this, this streaming service does so well with, you know, the big names like, like Titans and young justice and whatnot, that once they're more established and they have just a steady flow of cash money coming in, they can do little projects like this that necessarily won't make um, a lot of money for them, but are just kind of cool um, like you said, maybe just a mini series based on some of these these smaller, lesser known but interesting comic storylines that they have kind of in the vault. Yeah, absolutely. I I would love to see more of that. Yeah. So on to animation. We finally have a premiere date for Freedom Fighters: The Ray, the sort of spinoff from the the live action Arrowverse, and it is going to be December eighth. So this Friday, it's it will appear on the CW seed. My guess is. If it's like Vixen, you know, they had six weekly episodes and they were very short, like five to seven minutes. So it'll be something similar to that is my guess. I don't think I haven't seen confirmation on that anywhere, but that's what my assumption is. So uh, we have seen the Ray. So spoilers, if you haven't seen Crisis on Earth X, are, are you more excited for the Ray now that you've seen that crossover, Zach? I am more excited. I, I want to know more about his powers because we, we only see a, a like kind of a brief glimpse of what he can do and it's never explained so we don't really understand and we kind of get this throwaway line where he says he's from earth one and so i'm really interested to get some more backstory but yeah i really liked his character he did a great job in live action and um i'm sure his voice will be just as good when he's not in live action um but yeah he it really intrigued me what they're doing so um i'm looking forward to it and i'm glad they're releasing it this soon after the crossover yeah it will sort of build on the momentum and that will start like basically right after right like perfect timing for me i'm, I'm right when the the mid after the mid-season finale is this week of the arrowverse shows bam then you can have an animated show to fill the gap i really like that um yeah. and I'm, I'm i'm just as excited too to see more of earth x and this character it's it's more exciting because we've got such a direct tie now to the live action series um whereas vixen we we're kind of like this might tie back in later, but it's a cool standalone thing, but you know, we don't know how it's going to tie in later. Now we have sort of a direct reference point for it. Yeah. And earth X is just kind of a really interesting concept to go with. And they, they set it up really well in the crossover and left enough questions that there's, there's plenty of stuff to work with. So it's cool. Agreed. And then wrapping up today, we have a Twitter question from at Bobby Klaus one with Ezra Miller getting a lot of praise after justice league. Will they go forward and change flashpoint back to the flash solo movie? And if so, who should be the villain in the flash movie? I don't, I don't think the Ezra Miller getting praise would change anything because we've been hearing about Ezra Miller getting praise for a year and a half now uh, right. for his role, you know, best back to those first set visits last July of 2016, I think it was. So I think they know knew what they had in him, and I think you know basically because of the reception to Justice League, it's more likely that it's a a Flashpoint film. Um, and that that's a Flashpoint film is for all intents and purposes, it is very much a Flash solo film. It's just the supporting right. characters. The supporting characters are you know a different Batman instead of you know a lab technician. Uh, it it follow, basically it follows. It, you get as much time in Flashpoint my ideal flashpoint you would get as much time as you would in a flash solo movie 
you know, exploring the, the characters. And I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense story-wise, you know, guy gets powers, realizes he can travel in time. First thing he does is probably try to save his mother, which he's been trying to do for 15 years or whatever, you know, and it, even in the flash season, one of the flash show the first, first year, as soon as he, what was he doing the whole first year trying to solve his mother's murder? He's obviously right. fixated on that. That's, that's true to the character. So that's the first thing he does. And the, all the other stuff is sort of just interesting sideshow. So it, I mean, it, it, it's not a, a solo movie in the, the classic sense, but in terms of as much time, you know, the flashpoint storyline follows Barry Allen from the start to the end. It's all about him. The other stuff is, is the other, you know, is the B plot. Right. And exactly. It's, you can't really have a story that is more a flash story than flashpoint because you really get to see kind of the extent of his powers and how much he can affect this universe based on his time travel, you know, splitting reality basically. And so I don't know. I think it makes perfect sense for a flash solo film to have the flashpoint storyline. Um, and like you said, they already set up, they spent, a good amount of time in Justice League setting up, you know, how distraught he is over his mother's murder and the fact that his father is in prison for it. And so that's that's going to be his obsession going forward. And that leads to Flashpoint. So I, I think it we're still set up very well for that. And I still think it makes a lot of sense for them to do that, that storyline. Yeah, absolutely. And from a business perspective, I think Flashpoint is even more likely, you know, if if Justice League had been a massive hit, maybe you could say we'd we don't need Flashpoint, but I think Flashpoint is there if they do need to make some changes, if they need to change an actor here and there, I think, yep. or, or change the universe, sort of a, not wholesale reboot the universe necessarily, but something like X-Men Days of Future Past, where uh, there mm -hmm. was a couple couple questionable movies there, and then they had a good one in first class, and then they come back with, with Days of Future Past, where they tie all the best stuff together. Um, I think it makes more sense now because of, uh, because of the, the box office and critical reception to Justice League. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news. <laughs>